0: we are less than 4 hours away by the time of this recording from Takeover
1: mm-hmm. Phoenix
0: and if you unless you've been watching NXT regularly this has kind of been flying under the radar for most people unless you've been like I said unless you've been watching the product regularly Takeover Phoenix gives me those Takeover Philly vibes from last year where mm-hmm it could be a probably one of the best cards of the year. Mm-hmm. And that makes me very excited to see what they're going to do tonight. Especially between Champa and Gargano, what they're going to do with them in their respective title matches tonight. I mean, the Champa Black storyline has been fantastic, especially after Takeover War Games where we had the build up to Johnny Gargano versus uh, Aleister Black in the cage, Ciampa helping Gargano. After you know, in the cage, helping Gargano get the victory, and then you had, you know, last week. I actually should I said this past Wednesday at the end of NXT when Champa extended a hand to Gargano, Candice LeRae came in, coming out the last second to save Gargano from shaking his hand and possibly making the same mistake that he did with Champa before. And that led to speculation about everything, possibly. Are they still teasing us? Are we still getting DIY the heel version? Who knows? But off these two matches alone, Champa versus Black for the NXT Mm -hmm. championship and Ricochet Johnny Gargano for the NXT Mm -hmm. North American championship, all of that is going to be probably two of the best matches we see all year. The expectations for both of these, especially from my end, are very, very high. And I'm very excited to see what they're gonna do with it. I'm sorry, I'm excited to see what direction they want to go in, and that's the joy of NXT. You kind of have an idea of what they're gonna do, but then they do it, and then they do it in a way where you just on like easily understand it, and you're just like, "Wait, I get it." Or if you think that's the wrong call, and then like two three weeks down the line they have it, they tell the story of why, and you're just like, "Okay, I can get behind it." That's where we are with. Champa Black, and Ricochet, Johnny Gargano, you know, depending on what direction they go to, it could be the wrong call, depending on, you know, how big of a fan you are with either, either of these four men. And the, of course, the predictions I'm going to make, but these two have been, these two matches have been the biggest, been made into the biggest storylines for NXT leading up to Mexico or Phoenix, and they have been doing it very well and proper in terms of the women's match. Bianca Belair finally getting her chance at the NXT Women's Championship. Baszler still being the bully champion, now having Shafir and just and Duke behind her, adds a little bit of that wild card to that match. But this is a match I've wanted been wanting to see for a while, especially for Belair finally being in the top tier of the division, winning the Fatal Four Way Number no One Contenders match, um, at the end of December. And now she gets her shot. And then they had the face-to-face with each other last week, which was fucking awesome. And I had something I had been waiting on for a long time. I'd wish we had gotten it this past Wednesday, but it made sense to do it last week. And a lot, it's, it's 50-50 for me. A lot of these, like, these, like, literally, besides one match, it's still 50-50. At this point, I still haven't figured out who I want to pick. And then I have to, in about a little bit, make my pick. So... This is like, like, like I said, it has Philly vibes. It has that anticipation behind it, that, that one anticipation. You're just like, okay, I want to see what they do with this. And even if I get it wrong, I still want to, I know I'm going to get a great match out of it. The undisputed era of war Raiders feud has been going on literally since Brooklyn four. And I'm, I've been waiting for this match. And ever since war games where they pretty much did, um, the Storyline of one of the members of uh, War Raiders being injured that made sense going into Raymond Rowe getting married. And still, congratulations to him and Sarah Logan on their marriage. I did see the video on WWE PC's uh, YouTube channel, and that was that was a dope. I'm not gonna lie, it was a really dope video to watch. Um, and it was really nice to see you know the, the Viking thing and everybody getting into it and doing it. And it, it was really cool, it, it's something. If you haven't checked it out yet, go check, uh, check out their YouTube page and just see it. It's pretty cool to see something like outside of the realm of just professional wrestling. Them, you know, just doing that. It's, it's a pretty cool channel. I haven't really checked it out in full, but uh, just seeing that video, that was pretty fucking cool. And now, Rowan Hansen are about to hopefully lose, like on their end, gain the NXT Tag Team Championships and reign over the tag division. Everything at this point, like I said, besides one match is 50-50. And that's and I'm I'm gonna keep saying that I'm I'm loving that. I love every bit of that because I'm I'm just wanted, curious to see what direction they want to go to. That's that's been I think in my mind, you know, outside of you know talking about it on the podcast, like I've just been, been thinking about it. And it's like this is gonna be one of those shows where whatever match you well, you know, whatever wins, I can fucks with it. Because I know in due time they're gonna make everything make sense, and NXT has offered that week in and week out, forever been consistent. Even if the main char- main characters of the show weren't on the show, they still made the shows something to watch and keep tuning in. They've been and then you know the lower tier feuds having those pop off. I love it. I love every aspect of that. You know, bringing in new talent, showing the casing new talent that they've picked up. Um, and think they're ready for a live show and showcasing them. It's fucking awesome. And we're not getting that from WWE. Such is the case. But TakeOver Phoenix has a chance to be card of the year candidate after tonight. Because there's so many good matches on this card and so many expectations for this card, especially on my end, have been built. The bar is high for this, because a lot of things can come out of it depending on who wins, and we'll get into that, but I'm really excited about TakeOver Phoenix tonight. We got to talk about this. I'm keeping, I'm going to keep rambling on, so we're going to stop here. This is episode 45 of the Young Lions Perspective, and with that being said, let's make some fucking picks. What's going on, guys? Zach from the Wrestling With Issues Podcast here, and welcome to episode 45 of the Young Lions Perspective. So glad to have you guys here with me today on this takeover day. It's a good day, and it'll be a good night, and I hope you're having a good afternoon and your evening as well, wherever you may be, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to check out this episode of the podcast. I greatly and truly appreciate it, and we're not going to waste any time here because we're less than four hours away from NXT TakeOver. And like I said in the open, I'm I'm 50-50 on everything except for one. And you're, you're gonna have to do the process of me trying to make these picks. I mean, with some matches, I, I I I think I got it right. I think I have it right. And some matches you just don't know. But let's not waste any more time. Let's get into it and get Matt Riddle and Cassius Ono out of the way. This is this has really been a nice Mid card feud for the undercard of NXT Takeover Phoenix, especially between uh, with Riddle and Ono. Ono getting taken out by Riddle in seven seconds at War Games after uh, calling out Matt Riddle. You know, of course, being the newest shiny toy. Uh, in the words of Mister Ono, but Riddle needs the win more. You know it, and I know it. Riddle needs the win more. Ono is one hell. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna knock Ono. Because he's a damn good wrestler. But I think he knows where he is in terms of positioning in NXT. And I'm sure he knows that he can definitely get Riddle over while looking good in the process. For sure. I'm sure he knows that. But I know he's going to make a damn good effort to take out Riddle. For sure. But in the end, Riddle needs this win more. Riddle beats Ono. And then he moves on to hopefully bigger and better things. And I wouldn't mind seeing him sometime in the future, looking at the North American championship. I said it about EC3. And unfortunately he got called up, which is like I said, rather unfortunate. I think I thought in my mind, he was next, but maybe now Carter's loss could possibly be Matt Riddle's game. Who knows? But I have Matt brittle beating Cassius Ono and what I think is gonna be a good opening match between these two to end their feud. The NXT North American mm. Championship has been boggling my mind literally since last week. I've been trying to mull it over. I've thought of every scenario possible depending on you know what I feel like what I think is going to happen and what could happen, and what might happen, and what should happen, and all of those. Johnny Gargano did state that now, in 2019, it's about wins and championships. I know, Marley, you're excited. And with Ricochet, I know he's held that belt for a while now. And then it leads to the point where I don't know if he... I don't think he's ready to lose that... Tr- just have him drop the belt. Or do they want to have Gargano beat Ricochet and then go into... To possibly take over New York. Facing Champa for the NXT Championship and the North American titles. I don't know. It's just a thought. um, Just one scenario of what could happen. But I know everything with Gargano will always lead back to Champa, And... I don't want to take the Cowards' way out and say DQ. I don't want that, because I wouldn't want that to happen, especially for this match, the, the magnitude of this match. It'll definitely need a clean winner. This is just, yeah, like I said, I've been, like I said, if you saw my Instagram story, I just posted a pick saying, you know, running errands on a Saturday, and I still can't decide whether I want Johnny to take the title or Ricochet to retain. But honestly, I think Ricochet is going to be Johnny Gargano. I think right now, for what for what we need, I would love to see Johnny Gargano versus, you know, Champa possibly for the NXT North American NXT championships, but I don't want them to hold up, you know, a mid-card title. And I think Ricochet right now, beating Gargano in some fuck fashion, you know, if Ciampa if comes out or something like that, you know, just a screw over Gargano or something in, in in that order. I don't know. But I think Ricochet right now, with that NXT North American Championship going into New York, I think that would make more sense seeing Ricochet walk in with Team New York with the championship than Gargano. I would love to see it. I would love to see Gargano with the North American Championship. I think right now, Ricochet mm. retains the championship, beats Gargano, and moves on to whatever next opponent wants to come his way. It's a a hard pick. It really is. Because I could definitely see Gargano winning the championship and then going on to take over New York. Who knows? But right now, I'm going with Ricochet. I'm going to go with Ricochet. Solid. We then get into the NXT Tag Team Championship. The Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong versus the War Raiders of Hanson and Rowe. Now, I was listening to uh, JD from my two hundred sixes predictions. I haven't listened to Solid Monsters yet. And I'm probably gonna listen to that one, Jim. But I, it, I've been wanting for the past couple of days to go with the War Raiders. I really do. And I was listening, like as I was listening to JD from Six's two hundred sixes podcast, and he was talking about, you know there's no one else in the war raiders level and he's not wrong in saying that you know the street profits are still up and coming they're still trying to get back into the swing of things you know i got them against the forgotten sons but no one is top contender status like the war raiders have been that's why they've been folk the, the focal point for a majority of the feud between them and the undisputed like majority of the i guess the tag team landscape has been focused on war raiders and undisputed era there really really any other tag teams. And then finding out TM61 pretty much disbanded. That was disheartening. And then now you got the Street Profits and the Forgotten Sons, and I talked about it in my NXT review, being some possibly a number one contenders feud in a you know in a in a sense. I wouldn't shock myself if this happened, but I think I'm gonna go with the undisputed era beating the War Raiders. Off of, oh, just uh, just listening to that, and I'm thinking about that, and it's like, yeah, that could make sense. And I don't know who, like, they could ex- like this is an extension of a feud, you know. Undisputed era. I'm gonna say by DQ. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that because I think this has le- this has some, definitely some legs. This definitely has the potential to be the feud we need going on for a little while longer and to take over New York. Because I think, right, because looking at the tag team landscape, Street Profits, Forgotten Sons, Carrillo and Mendoza, you have, oh, shit. See, this is, this is where it comes into play. Oh, the Metro Brothers, I guess, if you want to include them. I'm trying to think of there are any other tag teams right now that are Ooh. right there. They had heavy machinery until they lost them to the uh, main roster. Yeah, that's that's the I guess that's the top tier at the moment right now. So yeah, an extension of this feud definitely would work, and of course you're gonna have Cole and Bobby Fish more than likely at ringside, so they're gonna definitely do some fuck shit, and or and have some kind of fuck finish. But I'm gonna go with the DQ here. I'm gonna give I'm gonna make the DQ in this card, the NXT Women's Championship. I'm really running through these fucking matches, but I'm just trying to keep it short as possible. Trying to get this, you know, out there for y'all. But Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair's. Chill out. No. Sorry about that. My dog just saw another dog outside. Now she's all types of mad for no reason at all. Anyway, sorry about that. But Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair... Is a very interesting matchup. Of course, with Shafir and Duke, that of course com- goes without saying. But Bianca Belair has now risen to top contender status in the NXT Women's Division, and she has been killing it ever since. I'd say September, like definitely, she's been a a, a huge focal point since the early fall, and now she is top number one contender. Fighting for the championship. And I think this is her, this is a definite big moment for her. Kane Belair, enjoy that moment of being in Phoenix. Like, you gotta think, they're probably gonna be, they're not gonna be coming out at Chase Field, which sucks because <laughs> it would have been really cool for 40,000 fans to be at Chase Field actually watching an NXT mm-hmm. takeover. But I, I think I'm trying, to, I can't even think of the arena they're playing, they're gonna be in. But that's neither here nor there. But I know the crowd in Phoenix is going to go apeshit for Bianca Belair. They're pop for her. Big time, and she's definitely like been a huge focal point for their top storylines in NXT. Baszler. Basler's a beast. They didn't give her the NXT, you know, women's championship for nothing. To be a two time tag two times a tag team, two time women's two time NXT women's champion for nothing. She's she's the best that the division has to offer. She really is. I can't dispute that. No pun intended. When you when I'm trying to think of the think of as the landscape of the future, after tonight, where do they want to go? At some point, Baser's gotta have some fun up in the main roster, right? I don't know if they're gonna do it at Royal Rumble or Wrestle or Post WrestleMania. They're gonna have the call they're gonna have the huge call ups. I'm not exactly sure. But what I do know is that Baszler, her time to get called up is nearing. And I, I have that strange feeling that they want to prepare her for that. I really do. And that's why I think Bell, it's Bel Air's time to take the title from Shayna Baszler and run with it. She is the EST for a reason. Nah, that's not even a reason. I'm just going <laughs> to... But I'm going with Bianca Belair. I think it's her time. I think... I, I mean, as much as I would love to see Baszler maybe drop the championship at takeover in New York right before... Right after... For, you know, just get it there for uh, the post-war I think it's Belair's time. I really do. There's going to be some way that Shafir and Duke are going to get kicked out. They're going to get ejected from the match. You know. And Belair can withstand the attack from Baszler... And beat her with the KO date. I can see that. Cause honestly, I don't know who else right now could in terms I'm trying to think of baby faces that could be Baszler. That are right that are built, built up. And I can't think of any. Baszler's time is coming to go up on that main roster. And when she does, it's gonna be dope as fuck. Cause I know she's gonna go fucking after it. And that's and I just had that that weird sense that they're going to start having her, you know, of course, be up in the Royal Rumble. I definitely think she's going to be in the Rumble. That's just a, that's just a bold prediction for me. Baszler being in the Royal Rumble, I think that that's a that's a definite that's def, something definite. I would see. I wouldn't mind seeing Basler in the Women's Royal Rumble because that would be dope. Get a, get a couple of NXT call ups up there. Why not? I just think right now, I think Bel Air's ready. I think you know she's been being built up. And I think now, especially with new- with WrestleMania weekend, I would have mind seeing a dope-ass entrance from the NXT Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. It just feels right. I'm going with Bianca Belair to beat Baszler and Shafir and Duke get kicked out of the matchup. They try to help out. They try to help Baszler out, and they get caught. Referee kicks him out. A few more minutes, and then KOD from Belair, we get a new Women's Champion. I think it feels right. I think it feels the right time right now. Main event: Tomasa Champa, Alistair Black. I've gone back and forth about about this match. I'd say about five or ten times, depending on what day you caught me. But I think right now, Champa needs to retain the title. This feud though has been so fucking good. All taken going all the way back to the early summer. When Black was champion, Champa was being built up. Finally gets the shot against uh Black. Gargano. Somehow, in Jamba's mind, it helps Champa win the title when he was trying to get take the belt from Champa. And then Champa lets go with the last second, hits Black, beats him. New NXT champion. Going in to take over Brooklyn. The last man standing match between Gargano and Champa That was awesome. Then leading into the Alistair Black attack. And then Gargano being found, being the, found to be the one that attacked Alistair. That led to the match at War Games. Black beat Gargano. Then going into... You know... Champa playing Puppet Master, having Gargano in Black and a Steel Cage, Champa helping Gargano win, and doing and teasing a little bit of DIY magic. So where we are now. It has been probably one of the dopest feuds I've I had seen last all last year. One of the best feuds I had seen last year. And now it culminates tonight. It culminates with this being a great main event, probably one of the best matches we're going to see tonight. Hell, one of the best matches we're going to see all fucking weekend. And Tommaso Ciampa still is going to beat Alistair Black. It only makes Ooh. sense. We know Black is going to get called up very soon. I'm not sure if it's. I mean, they're gonna. I'm sure they're probably going to have him in the Rumble tomorrow. But Champa Gargano still needs to happen. We are, I'm now at the point where I can comfortably say it. You know, Gargano Champa needs to happen at TakeOver New York, WrestleMania weekend for the NXT Championship. Whether it be for both titles, if Gargano beats Ricochet, or if Champa defends the NXT Championship against Gargano. Either way, Gargano Champa needs to happen. And that NXT Championship needs to be on the line with Champa around, with, with the belt around Champa's waist. With Goldie still being there until Takeover New York, and then we can talk about that from there. But it's going to be one of those matches where you're going to be fucking excited about it. This card itself is going to be one hell of a fucking night. It's going to be one hell of a night to kick off Royal Rumble weekend in proper fashion for an with an NXT Takeover. It is something to enjoy, behold, love, and praise because you're always going to get the best out of these guys every single takeover this is this is their 23rd event i was looking i'm looking up and i have the card on wikipedia this is their 23rd event overall and in that time of over 23 takeovers they have just gotten better and better and better it it's fucking amazing just to see the growth especially over the last like i would say now we're in January 13 months from where we were in Phoenix to where we are now, and everything that happened in twenty eighteen, it was fucking amazing. It has been fucking amazing to watch the story with you know Champa and Gargano adding Black into that because they're asserting her dominance over the division. Fucking, you know the undisputed error, making their you know making their claim as the best. Now the North American Championship being implemented Rick, with Adam Cole as the first champion, Ricochet being the second, putting on some of the best stuff with that title on the line. It's been fantastic to see where we are from one year ago till now. And that's the joy of NXT. What they do every, and they don't do this every single month. They do this every two or three months. And every, especially, every well, pretty much now at every Big Five weekend. And they eclipse whatever WWE does almost every single time. I've said it many times before since I'd say 2016 when I really started watching NXT and WWE regularly when I got the network. They have been consistently knocking it out of the goddamn park every time. Except I was I said every time for almost for literally 3 year, almost 3 years fully, except one event which was Takeover 2017 when I was saying when I was Takeover San Antonio. That was about as close as the gap was between NXT and WWE in terms of which show was better on a Big Five weekend. They've dominated. Triple H has that mind that brings back to the old school. And with this show kicking off Royal Rumble weekend, I'm going to be even more excited to see who from NXT will be in that Royal Rumble tomorrow. That's how, I, think, I mean, that makes me even more excited for NXT to see who. You know, because you got, because you got to remember, Adam Cole's not on the card, Velveteen Dream ain't on the card. You know what I mean? More than likely, they'll be in the Royal Rumble for sure. Adam Cole was there last year. Why not make it a, two, you know, a second year in a row? Velveteen Dream getting that entrance at one or two would be awesome. I think it would just make sense and let him. You know, I'm not, gonna, I'm well, I'm not gonna discuss who's gonna be my Iron Man just yet, but I would say Velveteen Dream is a damn good candidate for my Iron Man pick. I'm just going to say we're going to all enjoy this. It's going to be a great time. I'm going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it. We're going to have our drinks. We're going to have our food. We're going to sit back. Unless you're in the arena, then I hate you. Sarcastically. No, I really hate you. (laughs) Because I would love to be at one. But um, yeah, this is a dope way to kick off Royal Rumble weekend. And I know NXT TakeOver will do this weekend justice, just like they have been the past couple of years. And let's just enjoy the fuck out of it. That's all I got to say. Well, guys, that's going to be it for episode 45 of the Young Lions Perspective. As always, I want to thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day, your night, your afternoon, your evening, wherever you may be, wherever you are in the world. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day to check out this episode of the podcast. I greatly and truly appreciate it. If you enjoyed this episode and any of the other 44 episodes, do not hesitate to tell a friend to tell a friend about The Young Lions Perspective. Share it on your social media, Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter. Let the people know that The Young Lions Perspective is the alternative to professional wrestling podcasting and that we are here to stay. As I stated before, if you enjoyed this episode and any of the 44 episodes, but you don't have the Anchor app, well, no worries. You can still find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, and of course that good old Spotify fam. To search for the Young Lions perspective, and you should have no problem finding it on any one of those platforms whatsoever. If you want to stay up to date with anything that's going on with the podcast in and of itself, you can follow me on my social media on Twitter at Suede Senator WWI and on Instagram at Young underscore Lions underscore perspective. I will be live tweeting for NXT TakeOver Phoenix tonight for sure. So definitely if you want to keep up with what my thoughts are on the show itself, follow me on those platforms. I got you for sure. Trust me when I tell you, guys, we Rumble weekend is now officially begun. It is going to be a great night. I can't wait. I'm excited. I know you're excited. I'm going to stop talking about it. This four, next four days is going to be crazy. Starting with day one two day with my NXT TakeOver Phoenix preview and predictions. Guys, enjoy the show. If you're in Phoenix watching the show tonight, please be safe. Enjoy the show. Don't be a dick and don't get arrested. Other than that, guys, until tomorrow for episode 46 of the Young Lions Perspective. Enjoy the night. See you.